0: Beloved, in our last few messages under the title of The Countdown, I shared some of the prophetic indicators that are flashing their be-ready lights of warning. And with each new day, new precursors are being added to that ominous list, giving credible confirmation that the final countdown has begun. As of this writing, Russia is on the brink of initiating a full-blown war in the Ukraine and Vladimir Putin has warned that if Ukraine joins NATO and attempts to bring Crimea back by military means, the European countries will automatically be pulled into a war conflict with Russia. And he threatened that it would be a nuclear war. For background information, between February and March of 2014, Russia invaded and subsequently annexed the Crimean Peninsula from Ukraine amir safadi said this in his most recent prophecy update all eyes remain on the border between russia and the ukraine and while there is still room for the possibility of a diplomatic solution the rising tensions between the two countries seem to make that eventuality more remote with each passing day u.s officials warn that if russia does attack kiev could fall within the first 48 hours an even greater concern is that if Ukraine is taken, it could be just the first of multiple dominoes to fall to a Russian juggernaut. This continues to fit very snugly into an Ezekiel 38 last-day scenario, quote. Beloved, by the time you are listening to this message, the outcome will most probably have been revealed. Either a full attack by Russia on their Ukraine or a temporary appeasement. I say temporary because the prophetic word of God has already made certain that the Ezekiel 38 and Psalm 83 wars will take place, and we can know that it will be soon, for all that is needed is already positioned as Israel's enemies converge in their war-intentioned agendas to annihilate her. Amir also noted this news item in his update. In a move that clearly illustrates this U.S. president's attitude of appeasement when it comes to Iran, Washington has moved to ease a significant number of sanctions related to the terrorist country's nuclear program. Iran had previously refused to return to the negotiating table as long as the sanctions were in place and U.S. leadership has caved into their demands. Following the announcement, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo tweeted, Biden lifting sanctions on Iran, Iran giving nothing in return, Ayatollah seeing weakness, Israel more at risk. This looks like desperation, and Americans will pay the price, End quote. Even Biden's candidate for commander of CENTCOM could see the downside of this move, saying, There is a good chance that lifting of sanctions in Iran will lead Iran to investing more money in terrorist organizations, end quote. Amir continued, If the U.S. gets Iran back to the table, it still may be too late. Reports are that Iran will reach the necessary amount of 60% enriched uranium by next week and 90% enrichment in two weeks. And again, end quote. But I add here, beloved, that since Amir gave that update, Iran's success rates have increased in their goals. Meanwhile, in an article written for The New Yorker on February seventh, two 2022, it was reported that In their matching mauve ties, Russia's Vladimir Putin and China's Xi Jinping last week declared a new era in the global order and, at least in the short term, endorsed their respective territorial ambitions in Ukraine and Taiwan. The world's most powerful autocrats unveiled a sweeping long-term agreement that also challenges the United States as a global power. NATO as a cornerstone of international security, and liberal democracy as a model for the world. Friendship between the two states has no limits, they vowed, in the communique, released after the two leaders met on the eve of the Beijing Winter Olympics. There are no forbidden areas of cooperation, they stated. And this is just a sampling of the wars and rumors of wars Lord Jesus indicated would be one of the signs of his soon coming and the end of the age, with Israel being at the heart of it all. And as these prophetic realities continue to gain momentum, we come to perhaps the most significant countdown precursor that concerns the people of God, and that is the great apostasy and the apostate church, which exhibits it. In 1 Timothy 4, one, we read, Now the Spirit explicitly says that in later times some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons. And, as we consider that scripture, beloved, and we move through this study, a divine distinction will be made between the apostate church of the last days, also referred to as the Laodicea lukewarm church, which Jesus gave strong rebuke to as recorded in the book of Revelation, and the born-again holy remnant of God, his sanctified bride, which is his true church. Jesus clearly indicated that though she would suffer much persecution, the gates of hell would not prevail against his redeemed ones. And with the rapture quickly approaching, the Holy Spirit's sword of truth is coming down in swift and penetrating separation of the wheat from the tares, as his true church is being prepared to meet Jesus in the air. The Lord knows those who are his, and he will lose not one of them. These redeemed ones have been born again of his spirit and are eternally saved. We are now his forever. But the word of God also warns that many who will stand before him on that day, saying, Lord, Lord, will hear the heart-wrenching words of Jesus. I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. And that is why the Holy Spirit is shining his light of truth and bringing swift judgment upon the false teachers and prophets who are drawing multitudes to the apostate church of the last days through their feel-good messages and man-exalting platitudes that are the stones that pave the way to hell's destination. In a rapture form's commentary entitled Apostasy in These Final Days, they expound on the deadly dilemma of today's apostate church. They write, There is an unprecedented event which will happen in the very near future. That event is the rapture of the Ecclesia, or the called-out body of Christ, and every true believer should be listening in anticipation for our Lord to call us home. Can you imagine the joy of being snatched away from this sin-filled world and being in the presence of Jesus our Savior? What a glorious wonder that will be! However, until then, we live in a fallen world with all of its struggles and strife. And although we do not know the exact moment of the rapture, we can most definitely see the signs of its soon approach. One of the signs is apostasy, or the great falling away. In 2 Thessalonians two three, we are given this instructive warning. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day, meaning the day of the Lord, shall not come, except there come first a falling away, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. The word apostasy comes from the root word apo, which means away, off, or apart. It gives the impression of standing apart from. Meaning that the apostate was never truly one with the Lord, but only walked alongside of him for a while. And when difficult times arose, they departed from him because they were never really of him. I add here that we see an example of this apostasy in John six sixty three to 66, where it is written, "'It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing.'" The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and who it was that would betray him. And he was saying, For this reason I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted him from the Father. As a result of this, many of his disciples withdrew and were not walking with him any more apostasy in today's church is a fact and sadly it is now in full swing and is running rampant this desertion from the truth of god's word and salvation's unalterable mandate that requires genuine repentance from one's sins and complete surrender to the lordship of jesus christ the savior is evidenced by the decaying fruits of the apostates homosexual bishops, New Age practices such as contemplative prayer, emerging church platforms, yoga, replacement theology, and the list goes on. None of these doctrines are biblical, but they are sweeping into our congregations. They are entering through the false teachings of preachers who try to make Christianity more user- and seeker-friendly. The goal is to keep the congregation happy and the numbers high, no matter what heresy is embraced. Second Timothy 4, 3-4 prophesied today's modern church aptly. For the time will come when they will not tolerate sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance with their own desires, and they will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. Genuine salvation can only be built on the sacred foundation of the true gospel of Jesus Christ. His word must be the final authority in all matters, and it must rule our life. As people move further away from the biblically sound doctrines, they become more and more enticed by the false preachers who sway them with opposing doctrines of demons and man-exalting banalities. In First Timothy one, we read that, Now the Spirit explicitly says that in later times some will fall away from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons, by means of hypocrisy of liars seared in their own conscience as with a branding iron. Beloved, we are now living in those later times, and the truths that we are addressing through love's last call are truly a life-or-death matter that holds within it the eternal destiny of every man and woman living on earth. Therefore, we must come back to our first love and take much more seriously our calling as his light and salt to the sin-darkened and dying world. As we close for today, allow me to leave you with Second Peter 1.19. And so we have the prophetic word made more sure, to which you do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star arises in your hearts. And, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri 63006 or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www dot Agapelightministries.com.